Welcome to the Drink Less, Live More podcast. If you are a woman that is wanting to evaluate your relationship with alcohol, you come to the right place. There are no hard and fast rules and you don't have to call yourself anything. You're just a woman that knows something isn't working for her and you are wanting to make an intentional change. I'm Rachel Pritz and I'll walk alongside you as you learn to drink less and live more. Let's go. Welcome back. In this episode, we're going to talk about the difference between habit, or sometimes I call it ritual, and dependence. But first, I want to be sure that everyone knows about my 14-day break from booze that we'll be launching in September. It is quick, little bite-sized, five-minute audio clips, so kind of like little five-minute podcasts that you can do anywhere in your car, on the way to work. Um, on a walk, uh, during lunch, you know, there's so many different places that we can factor in these five minutes. And it will be all around, you know, education. So we'll be learning more about alcohol, also giving you some tips and tricks to support that 14 day break and then supporting whatever your decision making is on the other side of that 14 day break. So do you want to extend that 14 day break? What do you want your relationship with alcohol to look like? So that's what it's all about, um, you know, motivation, education, and also just getting you clear on what it is you want with this relationship with alcohol. And then also I wanted to let you know that my Drink Less Live More program has been um, made much more affordable for all of you. I did remove some of the things that I really felt like I put blood, sweat, and tears in, and I just didn't feel like I wanted to just offer those away. Um, those do show up in what I'm on coaching with me. So sometimes I'll give, you know, people access to those types of things. And so that's sort of where that is uh, being moved. I did want to give more people the opportunity for the Drink Less Live More program. I The response um, to this content has been overwhelming. And it just tells me how much need there is out there for this type of work. That is not saying, hey, you may have to quit drinking alcohol forever, but it's saying, let's just be more intentional with your relationship with alcohol. And so that is the lane that I'm really focused in on. I try to remind people I still drink on occasion. It's not something that I completely stay away from. I'm not someone that preaches that, you know, alcohol is the worst. It's the most poisonous thing on the planet, I will say that it's not healthy. So I will you'll you won't catch me say it's healthy. It's it's not healthy. Um but I will say that there's many things that we don't do that are very healthy. Um a drink here and there I don't think is is all that harmful. So um so anyway, just keeping that in mind that that's sort of where I live. Um and I think there's very few of us out there. I don't know. It just seems like sometimes I'm alone on an island with that messaging. Um and so Anyway, you know, that is that is out there, too, for you to access. That is a 12-week program and a little, much more intense than that 14-day break would be. Um, but hopefully that would give you some extended time to consider this relationship with alcohol. So you could do the 14-day break from booze and then decide, you know what, I think I'm interested in also doing the 12-week program. So keep that in mind that those are out there for you. And... Also keep in mind that if you look at the financial side of things, that if you stop drinking alcohol, even for 14 days, you're going to save a boatload of money. Now, I personally have really bougie, non, 
alcohol taste and, you know, some of the alcohol-free options aren't the cheapest in the world. Um, they're still in line with, you know, alcohol prices. So it's not like you're losing anything or spending more money. But keep that in mind. You know, there are times where I'm like, I don't think I'm saving a lot of money, but I'm totally good with it because there's so many other positive impacts to my life um, by being able to, you know, not have the alcohol, but still have that habit or ritual that I was really desiring. So when I first started exploring my relationship with alcohol, I actually wasn't sure if this was a habit or if I was dependent on it. That is actually one of the reasons why I started questioning what I was doing because it felt like I was getting more and more dependent on alcohol where I would really think about it more often. I would think about when I could have my first glass of wine, you know, all those things. And so that was scary to me. I didn't like feeling like it had that much power over me. And so that's why I hit the pause button. And what I've come to know now, two years after, is that it was really just the habit that I was really desiring. But I had to take an extended break from alcohol to understand that. So when you drink every single day, you are dependent on alcohol because your brain like has no has no time to say that you're not dependent on it. Your brain's like, oh, I want more of that. Oh, I want more of that. Give me more of that. So um, so, yeah, you, I really do think you have to take a break in order to delineate between these two. So when I do intake calls with people, this is actually something I'm listening for is, you know, does this feel like it's more of a habit for this person or a ritual for this person? Or does this feel like it's more dependence? If they're on the dependent side of things, I will often refer them on to other people um, that can help them in, in ways that I cannot. So if they're on the habit side of things, that is my specialty. So I help people change patterns of behavior all day long. I've been doing this for, you know, four years. I've been doing it on myself for seven. So um, I'm still working on this. So there are times where it's like, gosh, that that one thing is still getting in my way. And so I'm retraining my brain every day to think differently. And so I think that's what a lot of it is. It's just the retraining or unlearning that we have to do with this way we've been moving through the world um, and some of these patterns of behavior that just are not working for us anymore. So how I discovered that it was a habit versus dependence, well, number one, I, you know, I mentioned I took that, that break, which was really needed. I really took an extended break, which was needed for me to understand. But one of the things I tried, like I said, was some really you know, good mocktail options. I started following some people on TikTok a couple of years ago, and they were talking about all these alcohol-free options out there. I was reading some articles about that industry and how it's booming and all these people are choosing to spend their money on alcohol-free options that taste yummy and we still get to be a part of the group and we still get to have our ritual or our habit, um, but without the the side effects of the alcohol. And I was like, oh, that's really cool. You know, that's interesting. I guess who knew? So I've tried a whole bunch of different ones. There's some really crappy ones out there, so I'll warn you of that. But there's also some really good ones out there. Like people are getting this. They're investing in this and they're putting out products that are really phenomenal. Um, and, you know, the, the first time you go in and buy some of these things, and if you're near a Total Wine, um, that's usually where I go. I also um, use Better Roads, which is um, on my website. Uh, there's a, a link there that you can uh, look, browse all sorts of different alcohol-free options. Um, but, you know, like you go in there and you look at the bill and you're like, oh, I could have bought well, like regular wine with that. And I had to check in with that mindset. Uh, my husband would even say, 
oh, wow, we spend a lot on alcohol-free drinks, you know, and he would be buying alcohol. He'd be with me and he'd buy alcohol and it'd be about the same, you know, and he's like, wow, that's really expensive. That's surprising. And I'm like, but you have to consider what I'm trying to get out of this. I'm not trying to get drunk or, you know, relieve my stress. That's not what I'm trying to do. I want the ritual. I really like pouring a glass of something in a gorgeous glass. I have a lot of pretty glassware, which I love, in a gorgeous glass and enjoying that in the evenings. And I'll often choose something that has adaptogens or something else that helps with stress relief that actually helps with stress relief because we you know lie to ourselves all the time that alcohol is even doing that it's the opposite and so you know you just have to check in with that mindset of like oh i'm not getting enough value here because it doesn't have alcohol in it well no the alcohol isn't adding value so we have to we have to challenge that so i really recognized that that's all i wanted was that habit it made the first 30 day break through the holidays even super easy i didn't even have to Think about, well, what am I going to tell people if I'm not having wine? Oh, gosh, they're going to think I either have a problem or they're going to think I'm pregnant or they're going to, you know, and it's like I had to I had to gain some confidence to have that conversation. I didn't have it in the first 30 days. So I would drink mocktails, drink alcohol-free wine at Thanksgiving. Nobody knew. So it was great. Um, It was just my way of doing it. I knew it's how I had to do it in order to be successful. So that's how I really recognized I like that habit or that ritual. Um, And then after I took the break, the dependence piece wasn't even, that was not existent. It just wasn't even there. I didn't crave alcohol. I actually really loved the way that I felt. I was very proud of making that shift into, um, you know, that more of that habit or that ritual um, versus that dependence. And so, so I will, um, you know, continue on that journey. I think I've, you know, two years into it, I've established that I'm, you know, in that more habit category versus dependence. So that is one area that I highly encourage you to consider in that that first break that you take. The other thing I want to talk about is the word habit. I think that's why I keep saying habit and ritual because habit sort of doesn't scream health to me. A habit kind of screams like you just do it like it's not intentional you're just doing it because you've always done it sometimes I think habits can be numbing and so you know I don't always think that it's healthy and you know the first time I read Atomic Habits everybody talks about this book I'm just reading it and I'm like I don't I this does not resonate for me so I was just one of those people that I was like I don't get it actually when I look at all the habits I have I don't really think any of them are all that healthy. So I like to use the word intentional or intentionality with what I'm doing because a habit feels like it's just on autopilot. Being intentional with something feels like there's thought that goes into it and you have a plan. And so that was something I recognized I did not have at the beginning. This truly was habit um, because I had no intention behind it. I mean, I would open the, the bottle of wine without even knowing it like it would be like it would just open I would have a glass and then suddenly the whole bottle will be empty on the counter and I'm like what how like how did that even happen it was total autopilot and so when I got more intentional about intentional about why I was considering opening a bottle of wine and I would pause for 30 minutes and say hmm I wonder what's going on here that's interesting that that is something that I'm desiring right now I wonder why 
Am I experiencing anger that I'm ignoring? Because I'm an Enneagram 9 and I like to ignore my anger. That's a big one. Am I experiencing some sadness or grief or frustration or all these, you know, negatively, negatively perceived emotions that is, you know, driving me to open the bottle of wine? And a lot of times the answer was yes. And so it was like, okay, this is me being intentional. I'm not going to have that glass of wine. I'm going to have a mocktail or I'm going to have something else. And so keeping that in mind that I, I want you to be intentional and not just go through the motions because that's all I've been doing for so many years, just going through the motions without questioning it at all. And the interesting thing is I'm intentional about so many things in my life. And that was just one of them that I wasn't. And I really don't know how I got there, you know? So keeping that in mind, be intentional versus uh, trying to create a habit because habit is just autopilot. I just find it to not be all that healthy typically. So if you are considering taking that break, like I said, I would highly consider removing all the alcohol for 14 days. If you um, are able to commit to that, 14 days is not that long. Yes, it spans a couple of weekends. I get it. You may have to plan ahead buy some alcohol-free options, and you can do it. It's 14 days out of this huge long life that we're given, and it could just be the answer to many of the challenges and problems that you're currently experiencing with your relationship with alcohol. So let's just try it. Like, it's just an experiment. We don't have to know what we're going to do after the end of 14 days. Let's just try it. So look for more information on the 14-day break from booze. And then also the Drink Less, Live More change in pricing is currently live. So you can take advantage of that. And we will talk next week. I'm going to start a series around things I have quit. I'm a, quite a quitter. I'm really good at it. I've gotten really great at quitting many, many, many things. And so, you know, I mentioned the unlearning. That was a huge piece to my own personal growth was unlearning some of these things that just were not getting me results. So I'm going to do a series on all the things I've quit. So <laughs> look forward to that. Um, and yeah, they're related to alcohol for sure, but it's just about quitting something that isn't working for you. And so it's, there's definitely a relatability there with alcohol and alcohol is intertwined in all of those uh, series or all of that series. So we will talk next week. Have a great week. Don't forget to hit subscribe so you can be reminded of new episodes. This is not intended to be medical advice. This is for gray area drinkers that are wanting to evaluate their relationship with alcohol and cut back or quit altogether. If alcohol isn't ruining your life, but it's certainly not making it any better, you're in the right place. <laughs>